one. Hi there, you are listening to the Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores and I am with Laomi. We are artists. I do watercolor, travel the world, try to convince people to follow their dreams. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> Hi, I'm Laomi. I'm also an artist. At the moment, I work uh, with textile art, with uh, natural materials on textile and on paper. And I also write my own graphic novel, which is a side project, actually. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting you have the graphic novel. I keep forgetting it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with, with side projects sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a million, isn't there? Yeah. Nice. Well, we do you want to tell the uh, exciting news you have, or should we lead into it? We were, Laomi and I worked together this morning talking about what to talk about, and she has really fun news, and it got us into thinking about our what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah, so I, I, I really received a grant. I applied for it on the weekend, and I received it today. I still can't believe it. So um, I never got anything like this, and I think it's a, it's a, um, maybe it's a good idea to talk about grants and our expectations, and that we don't feel like we're ready for this. And I, yeah, if I am ready, and if I can receive something, so, you, so can you, honestly. So I think it's just to find the right thing where you fit in, and, and I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing. The, so in Germany, like you, you applied for this just last week. Yeah, it is much easier than when you get a prize, when you get an art prize. So it, there's always one winner. And I think that's something, very, that's something very difficult. So there's always something about status and who you know. And this is um, kind of a grant for, for working artists, for professional artists to get going through the corona crisis. So this is much easier to get. So that's what I, I wouldn't have applied for something where you have to have merits and stuff. And yeah, the one artist who is displayed in this museum, I think that's not, not nothing for me. But I think this one is, I'm a, I'm a professional artist and it's not so much if my, um, yeah, it's not so much what you usually think is your art worth it or not. I mean, I'm, I'm a working artist and I have a project. I wanted to have a fully fledged out project. I have that. And I think that was enough. And I always thought it have, has to be something more. You have to be famous before you get a grant or something. But it's not. I mean, it's especially, this is for people who are still, who are working, who are merging. And I mean, right. if, oh, that's famous, if you're famous, you don't need it. I mean, when you look at it, it's, it makes no sense. When you know all these people and I had to list some reference and in the beginning I thought, oh God, that's what you have to do then. I don't know anyone from a museum or from a gallery. I can't win this. I can't get this. It's impossible. No, I can't. So I was totally frustrated in the beginning. I said, what? I have to list some people, some professionals. Some... I don't know. And I thought, I can't. No. Okay. That's not for me. That was my first reaction actually. <laughs> but, uh... So, um, in Germany, I mean, they, it seems to me that Germany is much more su supportive of artists too, right? Yes, some, it, it's because of the federal, um, yeah, it was. I don't know how it is now in Corona, but it's very, um, it's very, like a kind of, a, it's very close somehow. Mm. I think many people get the grants and the prices when they've been to the right um, art schools and they know each other. It's it's very much like this. So many, many, many prizes are given because of your um, CV and not because of your art. Sometimes it feels like this. So there is some kind of, it's kind of, yeah, it's not, it doesn't feel open for everyone, some of it. Mm. So there you have, I think you have to find out what fits and what doesn't fit. So. When I was younger and I was in art school and I applied for this and was always so, it was really heartbreaking and it was so mean, really. And it's, really? it's not like, oh, your art, I think that was offensive sometimes. Really? So they'd, yeah. tell you why, they would tell you why they didn't choose you and they were really blunt about it? No, it's, it's just a feeling of offensiveness. I don't think that there's 
there are people who are not very supportive. I think it, it's just like this. And I, I'm in this um, course, in this art marketing course, and some people said the same thing about residency. So it was also very offensive in a way. Mm. I think art can be seen as some status thing and you don't want to support the artist. It's, some people give prizes because of themselves to make them feel better. I think that's what, how I would explain it. And it's all about, oh, I know this artist, you know, it's the ego thing. And I think you have to find out what price is ego and what, what's really supportive, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love, uh, one of my fantasies is to do my own kind of, is to do residencies, like. You could, you could. To travel and do art is my favorite thing. <laughs> But I think you could, honestly, all you have to do is just the courage to do it. So I think when someone's listening and want to do this, I think it's about research, research what would fit, how, how mm -hmm. you feel about it. And when you, if it's really a right fit for your, for, your, for, your, for your niche, and then just look at it and have the courage just to, to do it. And don't take it personally when they reject you. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So well, that's, and I'll go ahead. No, no, I just wanted to say it doesn't mean that your art is bad. It, it's just not the right fit for this. So I think, the, yeah, the mistake I made was when I, I thought they rejected me that my art is bad, but it just, mm. it's not like that. So don't take it personally. So this will really, otherwise yeah. it's very hurtful. Yeah, I know, um, I know some grants, they're really, really specific on how the format is presented and they'll reject you just for not presenting it correctly. Exactly. And I've had, I know my um, my mother-in-law. She's a she's a doctor and was it employed at a university. So she a lot of her money came in through grants mm -hmm. and research. And the like, I'm more <laughs> leery to to apply for grants just listening to her stories, which I, I suppose is different. You know, being like she's doing like insane expensive medical research but just the the rejection she would get from months of research and writing and being yeah. on a team and then be like oh nope you did the wrong you submitted in the wrong incorrect format or you were missing a form and denied you can't you can't fix your mistake yeah. and like you know six oh. months of research should just be gone oh. you know just for just for just, you know just that for that work oh yeah and I'm like I'm not organized enough <laughs> I can't even check my emails. <laughs> but I think when you see it just as another opportunity and not just the one way to succeed, I think it could work. So I think you have to go there and not to fo not focus on it and it means something. That's what I did in the past. I and actually never wanted to apply for a grant ever again. <laughs> and really, but I thought, okay, I will just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Well, and what's what's so fantastic now is like, so I remember back in the day, there was a guy, there was an infomercial for this guy and who was selling a book and his book was an entire catalog of grants yeah, you to could. apply for, grants and scholarships. And, and it, it was, there was thousands and that was just in the, in the US, I believe. And I always thought about that book of how it would um, kind of open up the possibilities of there's people just the thought that there are people out there that want to give artists money if, and you just have to put in the application it's great isn't it i mean we have to really look out for the people who really want to support you or just want to use your uh, show off with supporting artists so that's how i so I, I actually but there are people out there who really want to support artists and i think it's you have to find them and they are they're out there so <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's what I thought. I never wanted to apply for this. Maybe I applied for some some jury exhibitions. Maybe that's also a possibility. So, mm -hmm. or for magazines or, or blogs, you can apply for that. So maybe that's a good way. So it, it, it helps you to be out there and to to find some some audience. Maybe that's helpful. So it's a difficult route, but it, it is possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you well, ever thought about this? Me? Mm -hmm. or I, you know, the only things I've looked at is um, going to, um, I really, is residencies. That's okay. what I get. I, I just love the idea of somebody giving a space, me a space to paint in 
and just be like, do your thing for, you know, and, and for me, like seeing new places and new areas really, really inspires my art. And, and I just love the idea of actually, you know, kind of using my art to be paid to travel. And that's like this huge dream of mine. And that's what I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm speaking it out into the <laughs> world more because I, I think it's more possible. And I think I'm doing, and I'm doing it in a less organized way. Cause like I did find, I did really get excited. Um, uh, what's the school? I found some university in Amsterdam that has a, like a year long residency program wow. and you get paid per month just you know like you get a stipend to paint you get your own studio you get your own apartment oh I was like just to be paid to live in Amsterdam because I paint in Amsterdam that could be something really but then I got to thinking and I was like but then another idea came to me and I was like you know like you know, do I have to rely on a university to give me that opportunity? Oh, that's what I thought. Just go somewhere else where it's not university. You know, it's, it's like status. And maybe that's, maybe they look yeah. for, for something else in your application. Yeah. Just yeah, look for someone who really loves your art and your approach to art. And, yeah. and Well, yeah. And I've, I've been thinking, you know, and this is the thing. It's like, as I travel around, I find so many people, you know, with a spare room or a spare, you know, space and, and they love art or they want art or they have a project. And I said, you know, I started thinking, you know, like there's like, you just start thinking, like, what about a, somebody who has a business and, or is opening up a restaurant and they want some murals and you could just go and say, hey, yeah, you could work out an arrangement or um, or I actually, though, just was it last week, I commented on a there's a, a TikToker that I follow and she's she's a she has a huge following and she's working on building an uh, uh, like a off the grid house for her and her family and they're living off the grid they're doing it with you know no money and just building as they go kind of thing and so her whole house right now is like is is um plywood you know okay. and looking at that house I was like oh she's in the wilderness she's off the grid She's got this lifestyle that I've daydreamed of and she just has all this space to paint. And I'm like, I wonder if she would want murals <laughs> throughout her house. <laughs> Why not? I, honestly, maybe it's just a, to take courage and to not rely on it. Maybe that's the trick. So not to take it personally, not to rely on it and just give it a try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> open yeah. And see what comes. So, yeah. so I, I think, I think, uh, what gets me really excited and encouraged is I really believe, you know, the, the, what makes artists successful and what makes them create is also, or what makes them creative in their artwork is also how they can be successful. And like, if you can just get clear on what you want, I'm, I'm so positive that you can figure it out. Um, Cause I think I've talked about another episode before where, that did inspire me it was a family that just that did that they they wanted to travel the U.S. and so the guy started advertising himself for mural projects and booked yeah. a series of mural projects across the U.S. and that paid for their trip and for his whole family and he got work and he just worked his way around the U.S. Wow I, I think it's possible I think you just have to ask as I said just take, take the courage and what helped me now what was really, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm taking this marketing course and somehow it helped me tremendously because I worked on my niching down and what am I doing actually? And somehow all this, all this chaos in my mind just, it's, it's, yeah, it makes more sense now. And I can, I think I can articulate it much better. So I think that also helped. So to, yeah, think, yeah somehow there was a huge difference. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's what I need because that's one of the one of the hangups I find with possibility is then you start finding out how many things yeah. are possible and you really have to what what you need to do is fine tune it to what you want and what you need to work on. Yeah, that's what I did in just in weeks uh, two weeks um, ago. I started to work on my niche. I think it's two weeks or and I, I really work with this. What am what am I doing? What do I want and somehow 
it took some time and now it's and i think when you can go there and say i want to do this and this is my mission and so on so people are much yeah. impressed and yeah yeah well and that's uh that's what else gets me excited too it's like when you have your like i think I've, i might have said this before but you know when you have your dream and your mission if you, if you the more clear you can be on it the more other people can support you because it's like if they know what you're if they know what you are trying to do then they'll come and try to help you and that's what I like like that's what I like about um the kickstarter stuff Mm -hmm. you know they're very clear they're like here's this product I want to make this product here's the money it's going to take here's the rewards I'll give you and then people jump on it and it's like if we could just apply that to our daily life (laughs) we could but, but I think that helped me. So I would encourage everyone who's listening just to, to find a niche. And it doesn't mean that you have, you can only do one thing. I think it's just to focus on this and you can have two or three niches. That's possible. It's, it's a lot, but I think just focus on one and, and see what, what your heart wants to express somehow and, it, it, and find your, your target audience. And it doesn't have to be people who buy boats or whatever. It can be some, some feeling or some lifestyle or some, some philosophy. This can also be so, a niche. My question for you, so how, like, what did you look at or or how did you hone it down what you do? Or did you, was it, was it more clear? Like you had this, like, how did you pinpoint down to what your niche Yeah, I, I must say it's still fuzzy. So I can't tell you just in two or three sentences what it's about, but I just answered some questions. So I had this, I, I can, I can, yeah, I had this kind of questionnaire that was really helpful. It was what interests you? What's besides art? And you just put that down. And it was uh, questions. What What do you? One question was good. If you want to, if you had a magic wand and you could change one problem in the world, what would it be? <laughs> so, <laughs> I've heard that question. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's just about what are you interested in. So it goes deep within. It's not about out the world outside. It's just about you. And then, I remember another good one I've heard was uh what makes you what what really makes you angry and that's supposed to help think of like if this makes you so angry and what would you do to make sure that didn't happen again like that might that might be a hint of what you should be doing and I think what I did is just to look what's there what interests me um and just to be honest to myself and look within and sometimes you have all these ideas that are not yours and yeah and then just be honest, sit there and see what comes up and what's really there. And you don't think about would people buy this or are people interested or should I find a target audience that's more, that's more lucrative? No, it's not about this. It's really to sit there and just look within. Yeah. And I decided to, to at the moment to focus on textile on paper. So somehow I realized hey, I'm not I'm not on into canvas at the moment. So I, I would just focus on text and paper. So that spoke to me somehow and makes it easier for people to understand what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. Yeah, I, and then you can, yeah. And then, I mean, cause text on paper, there's still a million ways and directions to go with that. <laughs> yeah, and my, my project is about, um, I work on, on old abandoned textiles, some, some I inherited from my grandmother, the, someone found them I don't know in the attic it's just old stuff and I just stitch it together I use all the 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 scars of, of the fabric the, it, it's dirty it has stains and I use that and stitch it together and use it as a canvas for for these figures I, I paint them with soy so it's something mm-hmm. I think it has to do with time so it's it's old it's material from the past and these figures are from my from my graphic novel so this place in the past oh. it's in the future so it's, it's somehow about time and they somehow merge together and I think um the scars of the text are also the scars of the person so somehow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh nice so with the and with your soy paints is that I mean I'm guessing that 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 will change over time as well like it's the interesting thing about soy is so you paint on it and over time, I think it takes weeks or maybe a month or so. So it connects with the fiber and it's mm. based on. So I, I made, in the past, I, I made some, some scarves with this so you can put them in the washing machine. No problem. Oh, oh interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, you can, wait a minute. So you can paint without chemicals on mm-hmm. material and then it will... I did not realize this. 
it is a bit difficult to use. It's not as bright. I like how it blends with the text. So I think it's just um, what I like to do. It's, it's pretty difficult to use, but I like that. So it takes time. Yeah. Is, it, is it more like earthy? Um... Yeah, it is. So it's not very bright. It's um, it, it kind of, yeah, it's like it's part of the, the fabric somehow. So, okay. Hmm. And did you keep any of your scarves that you made? I have one, I don't know where it is, but, but it's, and I have one on, um, on wool, but I was too impatient and I washed it before, I don't know, before it was, oh. <laughs> everything was gone, so I thought, oh gosh, I wanted to wear it and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. have patience for this. Oh no. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's some, some, and when you focus on something and you can present your project, I think for people, it's much, it's much easier to understand for people what you're doing. When you say, yeah. oh, I work on on canvas and I do this and I use acrylic also and I, and I illustrate and it's too much. It's too much yeah. for people to understand and to relate to you, I think. Yeah. You can do all yeah. that, but, but yeah, you can do all that. No one, what you do in the studio is okay. But. Okay. Well, that makes, I guess I feel a little better about that then because it's like I've, I've always kind of beaten myself up a little bit because my style is I have several different styles in fact the way I organize my files you know I have several styles and that's how I organize my my images but like I'm usually watercolor and I I don't even bother telling people I do acrylic because mm -hmm. I do it hard you know once every five years, 10 years or something, you know? Yeah, it's just confusing. So people don't know that it's just once in a while. So, I mean, you can do it. it I also do some abstract work and I decided to um, focus on figurative work because it, it's, I think it's too confusing, but I can still do my abstract work and I can have an art show with only abstract work, of course, but I think I just focus on figurative at the moment because it's, it somehow people don't understand. And I think that's what yeah. it's all about. It's about what you present and how it makes sense in a way. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you know these restaurants, they have Indian food and Turkish food and... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it's like, ah, that, it's always too confusing, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> that's like... <laughs> There's a place I've never been to here in Erlangen, but they have... Your they have... Oh, I've seen two of them. There's one that's um, it's like pizza, Chinese food, and hamburgers. And there's another one. It was like Indian Chinese. Was it pizza as well? Yeah, and pizza, I think. And I mean, it, it's fine, but this is just for for a quick snack. You would never go there and have a candlelight, you know. <laughs> and if they would focus on something, just very good Indian food, it would make more sense. It would, yeah. I know where they're coming from, that they want to present a, a, a large, yeah, selection of, of, of things to appeal to as many people as possible, but somehow it doesn't work as good yeah, as... Yeah, I like it. I think, well, it's in, it's interesting to think about it, because like I feel like instead of emphasizing on the variety they have, I think they could, I think they're, what their niche could be would be like... Um, for people wanting a fast snack you know yeah. we're here to we're here to fulfill all your um quick quick food idea quick and cheap food ideas you know exactly. like there could be a niche and then they could just have different starts but they would focus on this quick snacks yeah yeah and it yeah. would make sense so people would understand and it would, would yeah. this is a place when you want a quick snack and you don't know exactly what just go there and <laughs> see what they have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't know what you want come here we've got a variety <laughs> yeah but then I think that's how it works because I yeah. have so many problems with how does a niche work so do I have to paint only an orange or do I only have to paint flowers so that makes sense but it's I think it's wow oh I'm yeah I am I struggle with this so hard because it's like I like I see it, like I I understand it it's all together because it's it's within me so I'm like it's got to be one you know I'm not that broad of a person <laughs> but like how do I explain that to somebody else because like yes I like travel I like watercolor I like nature and spirituality but like once I start thinking I was like okay well when I do travel you know I do 
visit art and nature more than anything else. It's like, I'm not going to clubs. So I guess it kind of comes together. I think, I, I think what, what I think about you, uh, is, it, it's, uh, there's always a sense of connection with the people and with the people you do this for. So it's kind of a, it's, it's not, I mean, it's also like, like, it's not like you're showing off and it's not about the, yeah, I'm, it's more kind of like a focus on, on relationships and, 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 and some, something like this is about connection with the earth and with everything around you somehow. So that's, oh, I love that. It's not what, what I feel. So, and I think you, you, you should focus on people who cherish that and not on people who want to have, yeah, have this great art on, from this famous artist. I think that's not where we are oh, going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that is so perfect. Because that's one of my very favorite things about what I do is like when I paint somebody's personal yeah. vision, dream, heart space, whatever you want to call it. We, we have a different name for it every time, it seems. I like heart space right now, uh, but when I paint that and we get super specific with that one person, my very favorite thing is when I show it and how many people relate to that same exact painting. Oh, wow. like I have, yeah, I, I have, when I got, went back to the U.S. on my trip, um, I, I visited lots of friends and lots of friends have my artwork and it's just so, like, I just love that I'm like, I know that these pieces of art that I've made for somebody else is in, you know, this person and this person, this person, this person's house and how they displayed it, how they, what it means to them. And it's like, they're all connected and like, they don't, sometimes they don't know it. You know, a lot of times they're friends, we're mutual friends, but sometimes it's not. And that, uh, that's my favorite <laughs> somehow that's your niche so you bring some oh. some some connection to these people and some some something nice so I think that's also what I thought about when I had this um course so it's not always the big ideas it can be something connect with people and bring some 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 beauty into their home and some, some sense of belonging and some I don't know that that to just feel okay I think sometimes it's also about being feeling okay the way you are and feel a good connection. So that's what I thought when I think of art, I really like or music and I sit there and I feel okay. And I, I, it's okay. And I can relate to this person. There's some, some kind of belonging yeah. to this. Yeah. And so that's, that's a niche. So it's not, Hey, I'm, yeah. I <laughs> look at this and how big it is. <laughs> I mean, it's also niche. It's some, if people do that, it's fine. <laughs> so, absolutely perfect but not for me yeah well it's it, it, that's a really good point because it's kind of like our it, it's interesting what some of our interests really set us apart for other people like uh I'm trying to think of an example like I know there's there uh, like an easy example is what is like fans of the same music mm -hmm. if you can find somebody who loves a band or a musician as much as you do like that one like your instant friends <laughs> you know, yeah like, that connection that's a sense it is it's a sense yeah. of connection and you and you sit there and listen to the music and you 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 say okay i know you i know what you mean and, and you, you feel okay in that moment and you feel you belong here <laughs> i and what i like to do I, i'm on a like a little bit of an experiment of like what is like what's the weirdest like most out there thing i can think of that will get some, that some, like, I don't think anybody else likes or has thought of, or what's even the most basic that helps me feel connected to somebody. So I, I can't think specifically of, um, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if I can think of the random one, but like for like an easy one. And for me, it's like, I just, I think it's so funny just when I hear other people's favorite colors, and like, I have a, I have a special kinship then when somebody, when I find somebody whose favorite color is purple, I was like, I get you, <laughs> you know, like we, we understand something about each other <laughs> just from that. <laughs> oh, but purple is nice. I think I like everything. It's reddish. So. I'm, yeah, I, honest, yeah, see, honestly, I can't really pick favorites anymore, but I, I revert back to, I was a dedicated purple person and through throughout high school I was like that was the one and only color and and I still do now it's my default but I really do 
I just love color so much. If I go for, for, it's not really purple. It's more like, it's kind of a, do you say that in, in English? It's dark wine red, purple mm -hmm. thing. That's what I like. That's somehow, oh. I always end up buying clothes. I can see that looking really good on you. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that wine red, scarlet red, yeah. And a bit purplish, dark wine, but not, I think the purple just doesn't look good. I mean, that I think, that, but, but somehow you have this kind of color. So I always end up with this. So, my, so my, my favorite color of purple is very specific because it ha it's only really on a flower, like the pansies or the, what's the <sighs> other one? when they're that dark dark purple and it's velvety it's <sighs> gotta have that velvety texture and then that then I'm just that's it that's that's the best thing ever. <laughs> that's beautiful well you can relate to people with this just <laughs> writing about the beauty of these flowers of the color I don't know that's also niche isn't it I mean <laughs> yeah oh That makes me happy. Yeah, you're you're getting me more um, motivated for what I'm out to share this this coming week. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes we too too often think what what people expect us to do and what's out there, but I think it's within us. So we have to express what's within us as an artist, so, and um, we have to find means to make other people understand. And that's why you niche down and you put it in clear words. That's how you do I it. have. I have gotten so much encouragement from um, different different people I follow. One is, and I just I just saved a video. Uh, I don't know his full name, but his name is Kevin, and he gave the greatest pep talk. And he's like in his 40s, I think, maybe 50. I don't know. And he was just like, "Oh, I've you know I've struggled all my life. I've struggled, 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 and I finally just quit and gave up and just did what I love. And now I have the biggest following I've ever." Had. and he's like uh -huh. I just I only I created for me I did what you know what my message is and like I hear this so often and it's just like you don't don't worry about the trends which is hard <laughs> but and so they say like you know when you share your when you don't dilute yourself is when is what gets people attracted to and I keep saying this over and over but I I'm still working on believing it <laughs> well what I can tell you what I did I always keep forgetting this, but what I did in the past weeks or month is some very difficult inner work. So also when it comes to my art, so I think I think that you have to know yourself better. And there are so many things you think, oh, I can't do this and people won't like this. You don't know. And you have all these assumptions. And that helped me a lot to just look within what's really there and to understand myself better. So yeah. I think. That's and now the result is that I had the courage to do this. I don't know, but I think that's the when you hear people say, "Yeah, do what what you like." You first have to find out what you like and what you are, yeah. but, and not play on assumptions of people who some teacher who told you something 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. When I that yeah that I feel like I think that's the real key. I think yes. people following their dreams is first you have to find your dream. Like that's my favorite motto is to tell people, you know, like uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out how to make that my niche is like say, follow your dreams. Like, but what I hear more often is people either dismissed it so fast. They don't even consider it practical or reality or a dream or they yeah. don't even have to even thought about it. But I, I, you know what, what comes with dreams that comes, comes fear and there come all the dark memories. And I think that's what, what, what is part of this. And we have to um, yeah, be brave enough to sit with all this and to, look at, to also look at this. Is, is it really me or did someone say this about me? Did, did I internalize this? And what, what's, what's a shadow? What does it mean? And I think when you want to fulfill your dreams, you have to look at the shadow as well. So, and you have to be okay with feeling bad. <laughs> so that also helped me. And um, yeah. And I think the dream is not just something easy to do. It's something deep and it's yeah. something honest. Oh, honest, yeah. So yeah. do you have like, so can you clarify a little bit? Do you like have example, like 
examples of what you mean by like shadow, like what some shadows might be of to confront when you have a dream? Like I hadn't really thought about that. Well, I have the history of very bad experiences when it comes, I can't talk about art when I when I, I had a very difficult childhood, so that's to say that. So with this comes everything, you know, <laughs> everything resides from that. So I had to deal with it. So, and I had an art teacher who really put me down. I, 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 that's what I, I actually uh, worked with my memory of her. So she was an art teacher and somehow she hated me because I wanted to be an artist. And I always mm. thought, okay, I, I do something wrong and there's something wrong with me. And she forgot to, to, to where my, my I, we had to paint something. And then she said, oh, I can't remember what it looked like, but I give you a bad, uh, um, it wasn't good. Yeah honestly stuff like this and she had her following and she had, she put me down and I was I thought it, it's 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 about me and she really she really um it resulted in me not getting my school leaving decree mm. somehow I I didn't understand I went to the um director of the school and he said well you can't expect to have uh, your school leaving decree because you're you're working in this bar what what do you expect you and I thought, what and I, I, and I, I, at that time I thought okay it's me I do something wrong and le years later I met a friend who was uh, in the same school and he told me exactly the same story because he also wanted to study art he had no school leaving degree and he studied art in South America then and I thought okay that's not me it's her ah huh. yeah yeah that's, uh, I mean honestly what what kind of person does really um, who does this yeah. to ruin young people's lives not just mine but who does yeah. it i remember i i have a really good friend in north carolina and she was she went back to school and she's you know in her 40 you know she's a full-grown adult now in her late 40s maybe early 50s and she went to a took a college class and she noted a teacher an art teacher was just like that he like singled her out and gave her bad grades yeah. and and she just kind of laughed at him because she was like why are you even trying to like you know she's like I'm a professional artist I'm just doing this class because for fun and he just like he did his best to to just tear her down and it was really interesting I, I mean I hear this story <laughs> like people share their arts their their stories about terrible art teachers yeah but this I, I don't understand why that's a why that's a thing yeah, but I think, and I really um, dealt with this, and I think she's she has some some narcissistic tendencies. So I really, honestly, I mean, on, who does that? And I and I try to confront that because I always uh, thought it, it was my fault. Maybe yeah. it's not. Maybe it was never my fault. <laughs> I mean, I did many bad things, maybe in school who knows <laughs> but never that I never worked in a bar by the way <laughs> I just went to school and tried my best I did, it did nothing the like and uh, yeah some stuff like this happened to me and I want and I remember I wanted to I applied to an art school in Berlin and because I had no school leaving decree it was a bit more difficult and I couldn't go to the school anymore and then they uh, sent me this letter say you we don't want you um, because you have a lack of talent <laughs> oh who does who writes stuff like that to young people honestly I mean yeah. I'm, I'm not the only one who received that letter so what? yeah 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 who so by, um by school living degree is that like a internship is that it in okay, yeah it's it, uh, in Germany we call it abitur it's uh entitles you to, to go to university so the highest okay. um I actually would have gotten the highest school living degree you can get in, in Germany I don't know okay it's abitur i don't know what you have in in america that's i don't know i think it's just different okay yeah i think i was like i think this is a german thing i'm not familiar <laughs> yeah yeah it is so you have yeah then you're entitled to to go to any university i see okay so you need it's basically it's what you get to yeah you get it to qualify to go to okay yeah exactly okay. So. <laughs> yeah just some some so i have all these very bad things when it comes to art so there is a whole history but I think the trick is to just look at it and not to build up on it and think oh god this happened and this happened and then look how what, what a bad artist I am it doesn't work like this so I think you have to look at it and just not take this personally and I don't know what this teacher in, in school what what the motive yeah. were but this is not me I never did that so I have to yeah. release that memory somehow 
yeah yeah that was gonna be my next question I was like when so when you when you do that like I I can I'm a great list maker so sometimes I go through and actually more recently it's been I was making all my lists of all the terrible things I've done and failures I've had and now I'm ready to go <laughs> review my list of all my accomplishments to <laughs> change that mindset. And I was wondering, like, do you have other, do you have other advice for me? <laughs> I think it comes really with understanding yourself. So this, this teacher gave me, I don't know, gave me the idea that I'm not good enough, that I did something wrong. And I was, I had this kind of image of myself and I just internalized it without questioning. And, 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 and I was so sure that something's wrong with me, with my art. And in the end, I really thought my art can make people feel bad. Oh, but yeah, it was. And I, I thought, oh, this can't be. I mean, people do not care about it, but this can't be. So it's just, you have to let go of all this. So it, and see what, what, what really happened. It's not about understanding them. So it's not about, you. I think you have to really learn to let go and it's okay. It doesn't mean anything. And I think Zen helped me a lot because it's all about it. So it's, yeah, it doesn't mean to, to have a teacher like this doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It just means that I had a teacher like this who did why, why I don't know why she did that, but. This reminds, what, what you're saying reminds me of something Maya Angelou said. Uh, I watched her, she did an interview with, oh, what's his name? Dave Chappelle. Mm. It was really fantastic. And one of the, and that was what she was really um, clear about. Was like, you can't, if you're depending on people's opinions of you, yeah. you're never going to be okay. Because <laughs> she's like, exactly. if, they, if they compliment you and, yeah. and, that, and that makes you happy, that also means that they can, um, you know, uh, insult you or or you know say bad things about you and make you sad it's like you need to understand who you really are exactly. and then it doesn't it sh and then it won't matter what people say and everyone says don't worry about what people say thinking that the negativity is what you need to pay attention to but I think it's also all the compliments you yeah. need to watch out for too <laughs> I think that's what I read somewhere. I don't know who said that, but it's when you rely on when other people's compliments, you're also their prisoner. Mm. And I think I like that's true. I mean, compliments are nice. So there's some, some nice topping. <laughs> but yeah. it's, I, I mean, the, you can just. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's one of the, my things that makes me sad about art. I see so many artists that are really doubtful about their work. Yeah. And this is one of the things I notice too sometimes is like there's artists that are learning, you know, and so their art isn't that great yet, but it's a learning process. But they're so in, you know, there's they're they're striving so hard for the compliments. It's like, well, don't worry about the compliments. You know, yeah. you know what you know what the work is you need to do, just keep practicing. Like and but it, it that will devastate them if they don't get the compliments that they want. Yeah, that exactly. They're um, making. And that I think that destroys them somehow and they're not listening to what they really want to express because maybe that would be something that's not so easy on the yeah. eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we had this, I, I had a little bit of this kind of conversation. It's like, what makes good art? And I think people use the judgment of what's good by what is um, realistic. And that's, that's a very limited, small window of what's good. <laughs> I think it's, you can forget about that. So there's no real judgment of what's good art. I think you have to determine that. I think we spoke about that. So yeah. there's no machine who can say, this is good art, this is bad art. And what I, I think what I want with my art is to connect to other people, to give them some sense of yeah, belonging somehow to this and to reach them somehow, but not everyone. So that's also what I had to learn. I can't make art and I can't convince people who really don't like that kind of art that it's good. It doesn't matter. So forget about them. They have other art to look at and it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and all, all I want is just to, to speak my truth and maybe relate to someone. Who, who understands it and it's not about me being a good artist and I, I don't want compliments I want to make a connection that's also what I want <laughs> and it's yeah. 
I do this as an artist and you can do this in, in this life as someone else, maybe as an author or maybe as a, a, a teacher. You could be a, a teacher who connects. You can be everything. You can be a great, I don't know, a nurse. Or, I think that's, but I'm an artist. So that's how I do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, I think coming back to, you know, your grant and writing is like, it's, we just need to remember to find those people exactly. that want to um, match what our goal is. Because I think you can find you can find people that will pay you to make what they want you to make, or you can find people that want to pay give you money to to build the connections that you want to you know like that have the same purpose for your art in mind. Yeah, just imagine that someone's there and he's he or she sees your art and oh finally there's someone I can relate to this so much and it's so happy that, yeah. that there's something real something honest and something that speaks to this person and I think that's what we have to look out for oh, yeah. I'm inspired <laughs> yeah. because it's difficult to understand because when you have someone who says oh it's not what I like and then there's we have this reflex oh, I want to I want to I want to convince you but it's not like it doesn't work like this really forget yeah. this person it's it's a matter of taste it's okay yeah. it's okay yeah it doesn't mean yeah. your art is bad it's just not this person's taste or it doesn't speak yeah. to this person yeah. that's it yeah so yeah so bottom line is don't worry about people's tastes look for people who won't have the same goal or who are trying to help who want you to achieve your goals and, and your goal isn't for everybody to like your art <laughs> and know yourself and look within and be as honest with your art as you want to be and don't worry about what people will say yeah. I think that's and just oh. make make the art for the art because it wants to be expressed and don't think about I mean, you can always uh, think about the audience when it comes to presentation or to niching down when you do a million things to just focus on one. That's what I would suggest mm. to focus on when it comes to audiences, how you hang your work and how you photograph it and stuff like that. And yeah, what, yeah. what you say about it, that it, this is precise and mm. yeah. But what oh, you do in the studio, just do uh, be as honest as you can be. <laughs> I love, uh, uh, I love, I, that's my takeaway for today is be honest. Like I haven't thought about that as put as putting that with my art be honest That's with yourself i'm gonna have to think about that <laughs> yeah i, I said with it i had terrible oh gosh I, I didn't feel good but i decided just to stay with it and to look at it and to learn something from it it was not very nice so i think to fulfill your dreams it's not it's not an easy ride <laughs> it can be yeah a bad trip as well <laughs> but it's okay it's just part of the journey so I think we have to, and I think when you have rejection or when you feel bad, it's just all part of the journey. That's also another um, quote I can give you. It's, um, uh, what, what is it? Your goal is not um, to have no obstacles, but no, no, the road is, what, what is it? I've forgotten. <laughs> but it's, okay. uh, the result is that the obstacles are actually the way, you know? Yeah, yeah, I I remember this quote. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm too confused. Okay. Like life isn't about having a perfect life. Isn't about having no obstacles. It's about um, how we grow in in overcoming those obstacles or the achieve or the. That is not the road without any obstacles, but the obstacles are the road. Maybe not something like yeah. that. So <laughs> made that up quickly, but. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good. Good, that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, maybe honestly, to, to say that maybe I should just research some residencies and just be just have the courage and to, to look at it. That's also my advice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I have a slight like uh, um, um, challenges like how you know how do I do a year long residency program? You know, when I'm married. <laughs> Well, you could look for something that's uh, three months or so, or maybe yeah, yeah. maybe that would yeah. be something. So if you have some some internal, I don't know, you don't feel like doing it, you won't get it. Maybe <laughs> but maybe three months would be okay, and not so far away. Yeah, so yeah. There, um, 
there's a chateau in France. I think they do three months. Yeah, that would be good. It's not too far away. Yeah. And that got me thinking again, once again, into residencies. I was like, oh. But a year is yeah. really long. I wouldn't do a year. That's just, yeah. You know, I mean, who can do that? And I know there's something in Germany where I think it's only a month or so. So maybe that would be something. Okay. I'll keep that in mind too. Yeah. I like the idea of just going to um, vineyards. <laughs> like when they're doing their, maybe during their um, season, uh, their harvesting. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm coming okay. from, my, we had vineyards when I was little. So I, <laughs> I can relate to that. Okay. Well, I think our time has passed. Do you have any last words? I'm going to go write down your uh, quote. The road is not about no obstacles. The road is the obstacle. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, my takeaway. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I don't mind. My takeaway is just do do your work. Do do your thing. Actually, and. Yeah, and don't rely on other people's opinions. I mean, not 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 now, not in the past, and not in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have any uh, questions for our audience today. Anything you're curious about? Yeah, tell us about your dreams and maybe your obstacles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I like think? that one. What's a what's an obstacle? I want to hear a story about an obstacle people have overcome. Like, what have you? What did what what was a challenge, and then the story in overcoming it? Yeah. Maybe you thought it's a gigantic rock, and then it turned out to be just a pebble or something. <laughs> those, are my, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite stories. When you're like, I don't know how this is gonna do. I don't know how this is gonna work out. I don't know. How, and then, then we figure it out, and then it's yeah. amazing, and I just like feel like we're on top of the world. Yeah. So tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear. Yeah, just tell us. Do um, what's our hashtag? And hashtag creative, the creative po um, explorers podcast. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Come in, come in the comments on our Instagram. Yeah, visit us there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we'll see you. Yeah, see you next week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye.